All right, welcome to the D20. We're now on podcast number 14. We're getting up there. We're almost at the age. Well, actually, we pass the age Corey really likes, but we won't go there. Um, so tonight we have myself, this is Chris. Weesh, and we have. Uh, hi, I'm Corey. Yeah. Corky. Cisco. We expect Scott to join us at some point in time during this the podcast. The Four C's. The Four C's. The Four C's. Hey, that's like when we originally started. <coughs> the Four C's. Um, overall, it's probably what been we what. Here is a Billy Ocean. About a month or so since we've uh, done it. Maybe six weeks. I don't, uh, think I don't remember either. He's usually, unconscious. he's usually unconscious when he does it. Yeah, he's sleeping. Um, so not much to report. I haven't updated the website a tremendous amount. Uh, the table's been updated with uh, miniature pictures. I've been spending my time painting our miniatures for our D&D game. Um, I have put the journal from the D&D game on there, including illustrations. Um, There's illustrations from the D&D game? There are the handouts that come with the modules that Scott's been giving us are in the journal that go along with each paragraph where we get to them. I was not aware <coughs> of that. I'll yeah, check that out. you check it out. It's, I actually had to get a second page now because I had filled what it'll let me do on a single page. So it's now two pages worth of uh, journal entries. So you're, you're rocking the double stuff. I'm rocking the double stuff, yep. It's a two for now. Um, beyond that, I have gotten very little done on Doc Cobb other than flushing out two pages, which I haven't put up on the site yet, but I need to. Um, the rest of the site hasn't changed. The pod, I've shuffled a few things today. We took high school off because, A, we've talked about it, and, B, uh, some people don't like to talk about it, so it's Most been removed. Most of us don't like to talk um, about it. And we have a new fan. And we have a new fan. Uh, I got an email from a fan, uh, Kristen. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Thank you for your email. Uh, glad we could uh, entertain you for at least what short bits of time uh, we provide. Um, any and we're excited. We want to hear from more people. Yeah. If anyone else is listening, send us feedback through the site. We'll be happy to give you a, a shout out. Sure. It's like we're TRL or something wow. here. Wow. Um, but uh, any comments, suggestions, we're more than happy to take them. <laughs> I can't guarantee we'll actually say anything about them, but, you know, we always like to hear them. You got your cape pulled over your head. Cornholio has uh, <laughs> appeared. Tipi from my bunghole. Scott, I don't have your mic on, but I can turn it on as soon as you are settled. Okay. I like your shirt. Um, Scott has need one. just showed up. Scott's probably uh, worked a billion hours today, so he'll be semi-brain dead, but that's yeah. okay. It's only been about um, and a half. Thirteen and a half hours apparently is the grand total, and uh, well, he'll probably be about as brain dizzy normally. Plus so whatever uh, yeah. the drive time, plus drive time, you know. All right, so Scott uh, using the rest, and we'll fill the time. I'll wait for him. We don't want to roll without him now that he's actually here. Um, anyone like to fill the time with something entertaining? Something exciting? That'll be fun. Talk about prostates. Well, we'll see how long it takes, and if there's any kind of concern. You're not paying attention. Ruffle mouth. Ruffle mouth. We are musical genius. No, we're just really pathetic and bored. Okay. Same thing, though. And we love that clip. It's a good clip. That is currently my cell phone ringtone for most of the group. It's amazing that you can take something from Sesame Street and modernize it to go along Muppet with show. the 
It was oh, rocking the Muppets. Oh, that's Muppet right. Show. It was a Muppet show. Scott, does your mic have a switch on it? All right, Scott let's see. Go ahead. Scott, go ahead and talk. No, that's the unplug no, the don't, mic don't unplug the mic cable. <laughs> okay. Uh, we hear you. You're fine. All right. You're, you're good. All right. So, Corky, you are master of the die roll since you complain when we roll uh, happy trees. Uh, I don't so. complain. Master of your own destiny. You didn't even tell us what you replaced high school with. Uh, uh, we've changed. Let's see. Current, of, current trends is on here. Geekiness has been added. Internet. Travel. Uh, current events is on there, art. So, I mean, I've, I've mixed a few of them up. Wow. Please send suggestions. I'm running out of them. <laughs> yeah, we've run dry. So, Corky, what did you roll? 11 minus 2. Nine. You're making me do math? Make you, that was what? your major. Minor. Yeah, I'm, I'm medicated yeah. right now. <laughs> it, was, it actually was my major, became my minor. Right. Uh, so, oddly enough, you rolled what Cisco just had us add, which is geekiness. Yes, Cisco apparently will give us the explanation of what geekiness means. Because I so can't imagine don't... any of the categories with us not being geekiness. Isn't that the whole point of this podcast? Is yeah, the... you did. You need to turn your yes. rotate the mic, Scott, so it uh, it's actually facing your mouth. Sorry, barrel it towards. I the sunk throat. into the couch and I shrunk. Sorry. Yeah, that's fine. <coughs> uh, if you if you turn the knob here, it'll rotate the yeah. whole stand. Not knob. that one, the black knob. We are now experiencing technical, <laughs> difficulties. technical difficulties. The black knob on the side further opposite. Side. Further down there. Over there. If people can't tell, I am pointing with my finger, and Scott <laughs> no is not paying any attention to what I'm pointing it to. All right, so geekiness. I decided that geekiness should just be its own category. Mishmash, whatever we want to talk about. I think Cisco's intent was for us to each express... Our geekiness and what makes us geeky or geeky type things. Well, every once in a while I get together with my friends and do a podcast <laughs> that now six people listen to. Yay! Uh, Fine, mock my thing. <laughs> no, you come up with a topic then. Uh, no, no, topics. Yes, nine fine. is now. I just, at least in a geeky no. field, kind of. I, nine? Uh, I walk into people's homes about? and they say, oh, the geek is here. So, yeah, yeah. I, I've got that going for me. I work with construction dudes and drillers that are so not geeky that I have nothing in common with. So, yeah. They're, they're buff, yeah, you would think geology would be kind of a geeky field. Yeah, but I listen have to you and Ann talk about really. it and it goes right over my mm-hmm. head. I said they're, they're all buff, they're all tough, and uh, chicks can't get enough yeah. of your stuff. They like it rough. In the buff. McGruff. <laughs> your ass is a crime and I want to take a bite out of it. Wow. Wow. You've already done that twice. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, they're going to eat a moment alone, apparently. Okay, so nine is now Corey's subject. So Corey will tell us what we're talking <laughs> about for mocking mine. <laughs> Cisco's never been mocked before. No, just hit us. Go geekiness. Your category. No. What general? So, dear, what general traits do you believe make you geeky? Other than playing, I mean, I think the Dungeons and Dragons that we all get together for on Friday nights is a given for all of us. I don't think we need to go any further into that. And the podcast obviously is kind of geeky. But uh, did we ever ge- do D and D as a category? Yeah, when Gary Gar- Gygax. We've done gaming once, right? When Gary Gygax died, that so was a. Uh, <coughs> I actually uh, didn't speak very much that night, but overall, we did talk about it. Yeah, because it makes a lot of sense. We have not done a specific. I mean, we've 
we could do subjects that are specific to gaming systems. We have a cyberpunk subject. You could, uh, you know... That is so out of date now. Tell us about your favorite character could be a subject. Tell us, you know, the lamest thing you've ever done. I mean, there's... there's Puppets? (laughs) I was trying to make sure that the categories were broad enough so that uh, we didn't all give, like, a two-minute thing of, well, that was my favorite character, and then after ten minutes we were kind of like, well, now what do we do? Do we roll again? Sort of thing. So I tried to keep them broad, but we can definitely uh, specialize the subjects a little bit better. That's why we like audience participation. Please submit subjects that like you would like to hear. I have an audience right now. <laughs> In my lap. The cat does not count no. as an audience. He just wants he's his chair back from me. Right in the center. No, he's, he's waiting for me to get out of the spinning chair. Oh, okay. Puck's geekiness is the spinning chair. So, Derek, geekiness, things that make you geeky. Geekiness, things that make me geeky. Um, You've sunk in the chair again. Better. Much better. Especially when you thrust. Never mind. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Woohoo! Um, let's see. I, I don't know what makes me geeky. <laughs> Start with somebody else who's geeky. <laughs> Start with your own geekiness. So you picked the subject, yet had what was no your vision answers. What the geekiness subject? Was it that you were going to point to us, and or you had expectations of what point we were going to talk about? No. As as to what geekiness was, or you just thought hey, that's I, I a cool just name? Thought it would be like a mishmash of bizarre geeky geekness. It's us. That that pretty much is us. So okay, all right. Um, what is your key geeky thing? Mine, my biggest passion in life has got to be comic books. You know that that to me, it's not the only thing I'm a geek about, but it's it's definitely prime real estate in my brain. So, I mean, we've talked comics a little bit on here. Now, the, does that... So maybe what we should delve into a little bit is why we think those make someone geeky. You know, is comic books geeky for you because you're an adult and they're they're supposed to have originally been kid things and so it's geeky to do it? Or is it geeky because you can tell me what happened in X-Men number 110 or when... <laughs> rogue first showed up or gaining the powers of miss marvel or things like that i mean what well, about rogue comics gaining the powers geeky? of miss marvel in avengers it wasn't actually in the x-men book and i didn't start reading x-men until issue 161 <laughs> i could see the little the wheels the in his saga. head turning um so 110 is a little bit earlier for me uh, i don't even know if that was claremont era at i think that point. brood saga was about the same time i got into it yeah i was Bruce totally... mine mine yeah, i'm not I'm tired <laughs> Mine was actually the Morlocks, but, you know, with the storm. With oh, the yeah, which Mohawk is soon after. Stuff. Right yeah. after they got back to Earth, that's the Brood Saga. <clears throat> okay. And the yeah. crossover with New Mutants. So the geekiness from the com- the geekiness aspect of comics is not necessarily that you read comics, but the level of detail that you remember about them, the well, uh, I think hours you can spend comparing, pa- comparing powers or... I, I think geekiness, when you when you talk about what the trait really is, is about something that you're so passionate about that it you know like it kind of overtakes <laughs> uh the podcast from the corner Corey volunteer having sideways service. conversations yeah scott could really use a good poke but that's beside the point that we're we're, we're on geekiness Maybe tonight, we should reposition you. that mic stand um no i i think i think the reason why i'm a comics geek is not because i like comics i think plenty of people like comics and they aren't necessarily geeks and i i think <clears throat> comics have definitely become more mainstream 
um, right. even before the films and stuff, I think in America, we're finally starting to catch up a little bit with uh, European and Japanese where they considered an art form. But I think it's because <laughs> you get together and you just, you'll talk about it nonstop about every single weird detail with other people who are equally passionate and just kind of geek out about it. I think we've all been guilty of that with um, with games. You know, I, how many times have we been at parties with game people and everyone kind of trails off into corners and starts talking about game and then someone else complains about the fact, oh, we're all talking about game. Why can't we ever get away from this? Because it's game. Yeah, I think I could count parties, less parties where we haven't done that than the parties that we have. Right, I exactly. Like 90% of the parties that I've been at. Speaking of game people did you know that the bassignanis don't own their nursery anymore i didn't know what a bassignani was mike bass oh okay no i did not know that um i went into the nursery today just because i thought of this and i have the ipod in front of me i'm going to give a brief segue you guys can't hear it like i can but i will (laughs) implement a uh, a small segue about exactly what you're talking about from doesn't the movie matter what happen. Why not? It's bound to come up. It's impossible. Lois could never hey. have Superman's baby. Do you the think example of geekiness talking about kryptonite condoms. Oh, I yeah. guarantee he blows a load like a shotgun right through her back. What about her womb? Do you think it's strong enough to carry his child? Actually, He's an alien, for Christ's sake. His Kryptonian biological makeup is enhanced by Earth's yellow sun. Lois gets a tan. The kid could kick right through her stomach. Only someone like Wonder Woman has a strong enough uterus to carry his kid. The only way he could bang regular... I'm sorry, one more time. Who? Lex Interior, who's the lead singer of the Cramps. I really thought it was a flooring company. Passed away. I swear to Christ. I was still on comics. He said it started with Lex, and I kind of... Was thinking that like quirky's geekiness, while comic related as well, uh, tends to transfer over to music in a way that I don't think any of us do. Speaking of which, I, I, I heard of I heard this band. I looked it up on iTunes. And Austrian Death Machine. They're death metal, and all their songs are about Arnold movies. It, it's <laughs> awesome. hilarious shit. There's like one called. That's gotta be almost as good as the. Pirate. There's like get to the choppers. You yeah. Know? The choppers. Have, have you heard Alestorm? Yes, yes. Ailstorm is Ailstorm's awesome. awesome. I've heard you guys talk about it, but I haven't heard it. Yeah, it, it's, okay, it's break pirate in, metal. Breaking the Ailstorm. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> With the accent and everything. It's, it's pretty sweet. impressive. I mean, when you got songs, let me find the artist here. Um, Kyrie actually digs on it. Does she really? <laughs> you know, and I don't... That's what I should put Corey, in were you the one that found them? And, uh, and See, there's another aspect of geekiness. We think Ailstorm's... Awesome because it's pirates. Which, it's always better yes. with pirates. 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 Pirates always make things better. better. Pirates and ninjas. No, pirates are way better than ninjas. Let's see. True. We'll give a little sample from pirates. Captain Morgan's Revenge. Yeah, you rarely have hot ninjas. Ailstorm is on <laughs> iTunes. So, How can you, know. you say you rarely have hot ninjas? Have you seen Ninja 3 The Domination with Chicken Blade Special K from Breaking? Damn right. I know it. Word. All right, here's a little did sample of Ailstorm. I did. You're so white. <laughs> Check it out on iTunes. Here, we're, we're pimping someone's music. <laughs> All right. What have we come to now where we pimp other people's music? We're just basically DJing at this point. And we have no clue what we're doing. And Chris is the only one who can hear it, so we're all... 
<laughs> I've asked for headphones. Okay, that was geek right there. That's why we need video podcasts. Get out the horns. So next will be the puck face. Which will be the puck face? I don't know if I could do the puck face without being up on a chair. Uh, you need to be up have on a chair. I'm actually medicated enough to probably do it tonight, but I think uh, that chair might fall over if you try to. Yeah. Yeah, you know um, what? It'd be entertaining either way. It's true. Yeah, that's yeah, that is definitely another geek factor where we do <clears throat> revel in uh, talking about old game events that we can never let die well i mean for for me i listened to the old game recordings which were only about four or five recordings uh lengthy like four or five hours a piece in some cases but it it's it's kind of awesome to have those moments preserved and to... that's what we should add to the table page of the of the website oh no no those aren't for public <laughs> consumption there's a lot of stuff on there that you guys would all go oh I didn't there know are things I said on there that. that we don't want to. Yeah, you people know bring that we've up said. stuff that I said all the time, and I'm like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not that witty. I'm, I'm really not. We're but, not proud of some of those moments. <laughs> <laughs> I think my biggest geek moment. I think I've talked about before, and it was related to Chris when I first went to uh, Hawaii. And you know, I'm in Hawaii, the beautiful place that it is, and we end up going to a gaming convention. Oh yeah, that was. That was actually fun, though. That was fun. It was a lot of fun, actually. And when, then we went to a D&D game that night or the next night at his friend's house, which yeah. I actually had fun with, because geeks, if they're in the same genre, always have something to talk about. Yeah. You know, didn't know these people at all, but still could get along with them and talk to them, because they're geeks. That's the thing about talking about old games and old events. Everyone has the story about something their character did, and everyone who plays that game can absolutely relate to it. Yep. In one way or another. That's why the gamers' movies are so perfect for us. It, yes. It's scary how. Dead gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah, we'll pimp another product. Uh, like if you if do you're any kind to this, of gaming. You don't know who they are. Yeah, you should know who they are if you listen to any don't, D&D shame stuff. on you. Go to deadgentlemanproductions.com. Look up the gamers and the gamers of Darkness Rising. They are, are they two nubbies? absolutely are they awesome injured? movies for know. gamers. <laughs> And credit where it's due, I mean... Do you have the Syphilitic I mean, Vampire song in there? You should play that one. <laughs> Syphilitic Ninja um, Vampires. <laughs> I can probably play the intro to Syphilitic Ninja Vampires. <laughs> credit where it's due, the Dead Gentlemen are probably um, one of the big reasons as to why we started doing the podcast, why we started doing the website and everything. I mean, the website, for the most part, was supposed to start out being about getting Corky's art out on to the net and everything, but... The podcast really came out of both the Dead Gentleman and um, the Smodcast mm-hmm. by Kevin Smith and Scott Mosier. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the thing is, the, that's the other geek part, too, is, I mean, the podcasts are something that <clears throat> I picked up on because I got the iPod and it was like, oh, what are these podcast things? I don't, you know, and I started listening to uh, reality TV, which is probably my my one geek thing too is that I could talk reality TV for a long time, which is sad. Um, but, uh, yeah, between the dead gentleman and, um, you know, definitely Smodcast are the two ones that really kind of formed. Well, I we remember got here. watching 
the first gamers movie and you just pointing at it and going, why aren't we doing this? You know, what, what holds us back from doing something like this? I mean, we're just as big of idiots as anybody else. <laughs> and that sort of, I think is what you, you decided to do this with. And speaking of geekiness, uh, bought a mixer. No, first you bought a microphone. Then you said, oh, well that microphone's not good enough. So then you bought a mixer. Then you bought more microphones. Then you bought another mixer, and then more microphones. <laughs> yeah, I, I admit that my other geekiness is the sense that I, uh, once I start doing something, really kind of embrace it to the point where it's uh, not healthy, probably. Um, <laughs> like ass grappling? No, not like that. But things like this, like the podcast where I've spent money for tremendous amount of time that well spent a tremendous amount of money for the very lot of minimum amount of time that we actually do this um i think i almost have it <laughs> it's not easy to do you know <laughs> but it makes for a great there we go. <laughs> <laughs> i think you would come along so we know <laughs> I don't we all just go with it. His head is bobbing. He's smiling. It's a very short intro. Ninja Vampires Return Overdue Video. None of us know when to pick up talking again because it's not nearly as good as their video though. That's the the space one. So dead gentlemen do a number of projects. They're they're essentially college. Well, they were college students. I don't think they are anymore. Well, considering how long it took to get the second film out, probably not. Yeah. Well, and their second film actually got endorsements from uh, Wizards of the Coast. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they, they kind of made it big at that we point. We love that movie. But, uh, yeah, they did a lot of short shorts and their video podcasts that you can find on iTunes as well for Dead Gentleman Productions. And uh, some of their stuff is, I mean, it, it, it really is straight geek products. Yep. I mean... Who else comes up with syphilitic ninja vampires? <clears throat> I mean, you just really don't get that from normal folks. Backstabbing with the ballista. Backstabbing with the ballista is, is an awesome scene. Um, Nombies and zinches. Correct. I think we caught that. Favorite scene yet. Um, as far as geekiness goes, I mean, myself, I mean, obviously the D&D's given that, a given. I paint miniatures as part of my D&D hobby, which is geeky in and of itself. Um... You know, I work in a tech job, and that makes me somewhat geeky, but ultimately I'm not nearly as geeky as the folks that I work with in a lot of cases. Mm -hmm. Or I guess we could sit and go into the discern between nerd and geek. I was going to say, I would do um, nerdy. Where, to me, geek tends to be more uh, interested in more fringe or or cult-type interest rather than purely uh, analytical, uh, knowledge-based interests i mean that that may not be the strictest definition of the two but uh that's kind of how i separate them but uh, most of the folks at work are probably more nerds than than geeks in the sense that they are very smart and very into uh you know the physics behind things that clock is wrong yeah that clock's still off by an hour yeah which in a we, couple we don't really change that clock it's kind of a waste um sorry it's just pretty segue so, odd segue. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, geekiness of having a, a dice collection. Um, the fact that our six-year-old has a massive dice collection, I think, pinpoints yes. our geekiness. Or that you have so big um, dice in it. You know, yes. I would guess I that the, the listening so... to Weird Al would probably be <laughs> I was going to say the Weird Al thing is probably... And um, I was a big Weird Al fan when I was a kid, when N3D came out and everything. I was yep, the Weird Yep, that's when Al I started listening. You know, I own all his albums. I've seen them ten times in concert. I mean, there, there, there's no question that I've gotten my kids to, to start listening to them. I mean, that, that's definitely a geekiness. Although a friend of mine back home has a tattoo of him and has a signature underneath it from Al that he got tattooed on too. So you've got that to live up to. I'd consider it. It's a pretty but, cool tattoo. Uh, <laughs> as far as real estate is where I want other tattoos, it'd be a pain. So... Because I think my back would be the next area that I want to do well, tattoos on. Well, your testicle on. is already fuzzy, and that's sort of like... Never yeah, mind. no. I've seen Al sign someone's forehead before. <laughs> I've seen him sign a can of Spam, too. But, um, So, I mean, that's that's my geekiness. I mean, beyond that, I don't have a lot of hobbies, and that in and of itself kind of makes you geeky in the sense that if your only hobbies are strictly those geek things, that really puts you more geek. Like. That's the thing that constantly pulls you in. Scott is the guy who buys a thousand books that he hasn't read yet. How big is the stack now, Scott? It's shrinking. <laughs> I would guess, do you get time to read when you're out of town? Or yeah. are you just bed, dead no, tired by the time you're done? Well, I usually, my job's kind of weird. I'm either really super swamped or they're, the drillers are doing something and I'm sitting around for three hours in my car. So I read at those points. So you read at that point so you can catch catch up on your books at that point yeah so i only but, read yeah. novels in two circumstances either when i'm at lunch if i'm not working on a comic script which i have been for the last couple months or on the toilet i've ne i don't read on the toilet no. i don't understand the concept i don't either i have to one i'm in there a lot and uh two it it keeps you from uh straining Okay. Just a little more relaxed. You can that's, take your time with it. That's another one of my... Oh, Fibers, sorry. another thing that keeps yes. you from straining. Oh, I eat plenty of rocks. I was just thinking my other <laughs> geek moment was the, the one you know all about, uh, about that kind of defines me when I was the total loner of me gaming by myself. Playing D&D by yourself, <laughs> yeah, yes. I really wanted to say something <laughs> about that. Um, I mean, if we want to get picky about geek things, I mean, there's... Things that, I mean, things that define geekiness are, are, in my opinion, fringe things, like I've already said. So, I mean, if we Rocky go back Horror. as far as high school, you have the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Um, That's you. That's total you. Oh, so me. You have That's the so your team, as repeated walking of Maze Canyon, the searching of the hills for... Uh, How about the fact that your you group know, is called the Pentad? <laughs> yeah. The, right there well, is geeky. Yeah, Mine was but, the Brat Pack. Back before Hollywood took it. Uh, so, feeling the need to name your group, <laughs> I think, is probably a geek. We had a mural aspect. on my wall. My I had painted my my bedroom black, and then we took chalk and started drawing <clears throat> different characters. Uh, my friend Todd drew char characters of each of us based off of our nicknames in the group, um, and then we painted them with fluorescent paints and stuff. So, so they was yours a giant chocolate chip cookie? No, um, mine was a crucifix, because that was my nickname back then. Crucifix was your nickname, or or some shorter variation of that? No, it was crucifix. Crucifix. It, 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 I was in my 
Christian middle phase. Sadly, mine was Link because someone thought I was the missing link between ape and man. I work with a guy named Link. Like in Encino Man? I was going to say Link. Like missing Link. Zelda. I have it on one of my yearbooks, oddly enough. That was actually where I went the first time he told me that. I was like, Zelda? Were you... I forget, were you part of the group when our many hours of trying to design the battle van? Yes, I, I believe the battle van. So, <laughs> another geek aspect. Totally cool, I want to hear about the battle van. Somehow trying to figure out how we could become vigilantes. Yeah. Oh, so I've that, been that one. <laughs> so we would design ourselves a battle van with surveillance equipment so we could go out and be vigilantes. So, like yes, I mean... eighteen. Battle yeah, van? kind of. Yeah, kinda, yeah. yeah. Eighteen Dude, battle van. We went cruising around the streets of our area with ninja weapons and stuff. I was walking up and down the streets at two o'clock in the morning with a bow staff. Uh, We've actually gotten in a fight <laughs> with another gang of people. If you've ever played D D dressed up in character, you might be a geek. Yeah, well, I have um, not actually. I've never played D D dressed up in character. I I think when we played D&D think, for a while there, John, we, we had knives and whatnot, with daggers and whatnot with us. I don't think I was ever part of that. Although I did I spend think that a was whole before, night. That was before you. That was the tail end of, of high school for us. That was just before okay. we met you, Scott. Yeah, my, I think over at John's, my most geeky thing was playing cyberpunk and spending, I don't know, how three or four hours rolling dice to make synthetic cocaine to make money for my character. That was pretty geeky. Just rolling dice to, yeah. <laughs> I have to go with major geek value on the fact that I actually started playing live-action vampire before such a thing existed, because I hang out with a bunch of goth kids, and we all pretended like we were vampires, and we had just started reading the White Wolf first edition books, so we decided that we were going to decide what clans we belonged to, and wander around our small town in character. We, yeah, that... we built a homemade torch so that we could light our way as we cruised down the river <laughs> in the middle of the night. <laughs> then let's get into the sugar bombs. We used to go through sewers, pretending like we were doing Dungeons & Dragons I've stuff. always wanted to do that and never done it. In Michigan, it's fun because in the wintertime, the sewers kind of freeze over, so you can kind of walk on the ice, and then at some point, the ice gets a little thin, and Larry falls through the ice and drops her <laughs> flashlight in the water, and you're like, oh, I got to save Larry. No, I got to get the fuck out of here. Oh, no, Larry's got my flashlight. I better at least grab that. No, I really should get the fuck out of here. It's it's a good time. Once the flashlight falls into the sewage, do you really want to get the flashlight? <laughs> well, some of the sewers aren't really sewer stuff as much as they are... Storm drains. Storm drains. Uh, but under Myers, that yeah. was a sewage. I came out with a funk that wouldn't wash off with normal water. It, it took, like, the Rambo treatment. Um... <laughs> I walked home from Myers with so my you friends. Deloused afterwards, then gushing, gushing stuff. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what color I was at that point. <laughs> like, but my grandmother Avenger almost gushing? didn't let me in the house. That was that was the fun thing. And we went as far as we could. We went probably completely underneath Myers from one end of it to the other. Myers is like this giant combination of like a Safeway and a Kmart. Yes. Um, it's huge. Love Myers. And so we went as far as we could until we wish finally hit a point where here. we couldn't get through any further. And it was Word. like, all right, turn so around and go back. So wish they would bring Myers to the West Coast. And I'm totally claustrophobic. And somehow I still managed to do that because my friends were just egging me on the whole way. So 
if I were to, if we were to take a poll, who would be the least geeky out of the five of us at this point? I would vote Corky as well. Mm. I'm not really much of a geek. He's an he's an artist, but an artist doesn't make you a geek. Yeah, that's true. Artists are more eccentric, but I don't know. You're when I met you, you were doing a comic book based off of D and D style characters. That's kind of a combo platter. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to. Bring... And you were still a virgin at the time. Yeah. So, so yeah. Well, fuck. Yeah, are we going to talk about virginity? Really? Do you guys want to get into that topic? <clears throat> no, we've talked about it before, so we'll move on from that. Because I think that's a geek factor, right in and of itself. So then, if the we fact were that. Some of us didn't lose it until others of us showed up. Or <laughs> wow, um, being the only girl in the group, I would just like to disclaim that only one person in this room I've ever had sex with. Only one person, period. True, but he happens to be in the room. Right, that's fine. In any case, not gonna um, single anybody out there. Yeah, <laughs> I think we can all guess that it's the one I'm married to. I would say hello, Sarah. Yeah, whispering the mic is really useful. <laughs> um, I I scooted back up. I realized I, I was slouching. Slouching, yeah. Thank you. Um, Has anybody had a moment where they felt like maybe they weren't geek enough to be in that situation or taking <clears throat> part of whatever that moment was? I felt I wasn't nerdy enough before. For what? When I tried to go Everyday back to college and there was these I almost said punk kids, but there were the, the rest of the students were obviously uh, probably eight to ten years younger than me at that point, and were just talking physics like it was secondhand, and I had not a clue what they were talking about, and I kind of was like, "Huh, I'm not sure I really belong here anymore." I didn't, I didn't go back at that point. I decided well, were you was, like Mitch and Real Genius. What? You like Mitch and Real Genius? No. I don't want to be here anymore. Well, no. I, no. There was no Can I, I move back home? Crying. Well, we rented so out the room for the plumber. To. Well, can't we share it? Mine was live action vampire that I just couldn't get into. I wasn't geeky enough for that. Yeah. Mine was Ampguard. I went with you to Ampguard that one day, and I'm watching everybody, and I'm like, conceptually, it seems like it would be neat. But somehow I can't make it work in my head that I would ever participate in this. That's Did how it you was. Watch Bones last night? No, not I haven't not watched yet. it yet. It's recording. Okay. Oh, it's well, the Amp Guard totally one, isn't it? Yeah. Um, that's how I was with the martial arts. Is I just could. I mean, the the idea was neat and whatnot, but I just I didn't just didn't I'm do too it much for of a me. Pacifist for martial arts. I tried doing their martial arts, and every time you're supposed to hit somebody's like, oh, I don't want to hurt you. I would yeah. just let Ann beat up on me. <laughs> we need to figure out a move together. See Anne if you can move the mic closer to you, Scott. Rip me up and stuff. And I was okay with it. <laughs> Technical difficulties. That's okay. What about you, Quirk? What? Ever have a I'm not geeking up for this geek moment? Every day at work. I feel no. I feel like I'm gonna bonk my head on the thing. <clears throat> what is it about work that makes you feel like you're not geek enough for it? Is it just that? Uh, well, it's you're you working know, with teenage mutant ninja turtles and other strangeness, or a, a lot of it is just for the fact that you know I I I know enough to to do my job and then some. But 
talking with other people, I, I realize really how much I really don't know. Yeah, I'm the same way at work. You know, and I, I'm I know I know more than that point where you know enough to be dangerous and become a hazard. You know, so I'm definitely over that that crest, but yeah, I honestly don't know how it is that I, I fell into what I fell into. I'm the same way. I, I sit there all the time, and I, I'm, I'm a really good technician under what they need from a technician in my job. But the guys that I work with, way outside my boundaries. You know, the stuff they do, the stuff they want to do, and how they just pour over it. And <clears throat> I love what I do, and I love computers and everything, but when I'm not working, I don't really sit there and torture myself trying to figure out new stuff and for them it's not torture it's it's what they love to do right and it's that's cool and i'm i'm sort of jealous and i'd like to learn more but i'm not going to throw myself into it the extent that they do there are other things that i want to do with i my feel that time. way about networking i don't i have no skills in networking in terms of computers you know if you give me pieces i'll build you a computer no problem. You give me a soldering iron, I'll fix a board for you. But you want me to make the printer talk to nine different computers around the school, and oh, hell no. Yep. And it's funny for me because the the actual computer person at school who runs our computer lab and all of our networking and everything... Doesn't seem couldn't, to clue. Couldn't tell you what a ribbon cable looks like. I mean... No clue, but she can tell you exactly what part of the network is having what kind of issue and what you need to go do to it. <laughs> you can be okay with her, Scott. All right, Scott. No, uh, vertigo. Some things, yeah, some things when they're close to my face, it makes my vertigo go. So I just had to push that away. Sorry. I'm tired. It's not the glasses. No, it's just I'm tired. So luckily in prison, the vertigo will kick in and will make it all a little bit less terrible. Yeah, all right, sure. I don't know. I mean, okay. I just, I mean, I love music and I love, you know, video and audio equipment, but is it what, what I want to do for the rest of my life now? You know, uh, I saw the coolest thing that made me think of you today. And what was that? I, I walked into a shopping center and I was reading all the signs around the tops of the buildings. And one of them said tattoo gallery. And I was like, tattoo gallery. Rock on. It must be a gallery full of tattoo artwork. That'll be awesome. I'll go talk to them. And I walked in, and it was an art gallery with a little booth at the back, and the guy was sitting there doing tattoos. But the whole thing was gallery. It was sculptures and paintings and just, like, massive gallery, and then just the one little section where he was tattooing. And I was like, oh, quirky. Wow. I think Corky's geek thing, in my opinion is his uncanny ability to quote any movie he's ever seen. Word. Yes. <laughs> any movie or anything I've ever said, apparently. Uh, and I know you guys probably haven't heard about this yet, but Julian actually topped me on a quote the other night. I think he topped Quirky on a quote yes, he the did. other night. He did. It was stunning. I was afraid. What was the <laughs> quote? It was something from... Oh, you don't even know. That's The sad. Rock. You didn't even learn. The movie what was The it? Rock or Dwayne no. Johnson The Rock? Dwayne no. Johnson The Rock. Dwayne it Johnson was the, the, Rock. The, the football movie where he's, the kid shows up. 
Oh. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. <coughs> and Arnie's like... No, Julian picked it up out of the commercial. Oh, it was... It was <clears throat> we're talking about the cookies, and I was like, what did you put in the cookies? Cinnamon? I'm allergic to cinnamon. And he like... Threw the name of the movie right out. And I was like, uh, yeah, I've seen like two minutes of the movie. And yeah, and he came back with, I saw the, that part in the preview on a commercial. It was like game day or... Yeah. Um, you're raising one of us. The fact well, that our 10-year-old is playing D&D on a regular weekly basis, I think. The problem is, is I mean... With other people, Scott. I know. Yes, not <laughs> even by himself. The funny I thing about... D&D with other people when I was that young. Yeah. The funny thing about raising Real kids people? is that I don't have the knowledge of all the non-geek stuff to equip him to be right. interested and do that. Like, I'm so never going to be able to teach my destined... kid how to throw a football or right. anything. <laughs> so like Aaron will do the outdoors He's stuff. doomed. I mean, I'm, I'm happy to uh, do whatever I can to further his interest in things if he brings one to me, but... You may as well just be putting money well, away every Geekdom week for is, a hooker fund. Geekdom is kind of better... If he's anything like us. Is more socially acceptable now, I think, than it was when we were teenagers and stuff. Well, that's true. Well, I think Absolutely. that goes back to, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned it in some other podcast at some point, the fact that the next generation of children is being raised by our generation of geeky D&D music podcast kids. I mean, not kids, but our generation is more, much more aware of upcoming technologies and whatnot than our parents were. I mean, I remember thinking it was the coolest thing on the planet that my mom actually knew how to play the Nintendo and there were games that she was better at me. You know, like she and my aunt played Legendary Wings until like three o'clock in the morning one day because they were trying to get to the final level. And like I was literally laying in my bed going, I have a test tomorrow. I have to go to bed. You have to turn the Nintendo off. We really need to find that game so I, we can watch them play it. Oh, it's awesome. Well, it's it's kind of, it's weird because, I mean, when we were, not used to school, <clears throat> when most of us were kids, computers were sort of a geek thing. They were sort of a niche They were still kind a geek thing. thing when I was a kid. You shush, you're nine. Um, but now everybody has them. I think there gets to be a point where what made us geeks has become so mainstream that it's not a geek item anymore. I mean, being right. good at computers is sort of like... Well, yeah, because it's you, a life skill now. Had it in front of you more than you've had anything else in your life. So being somewhat ahead of the trend or on the cutting edge on the technology side of thing made you a geek, whereas now now it's mainstream. Yep. Um, <coughs> comic book movies have become really <clears throat> huge in the last couple of years, so that people may not consider themselves comic book fans or comic book geeks even though they're really into these movies as much or more than maybe we are who've been waiting for these movies to be made for the last 23 years, like Watchmen or whatever. Gambit showing up in the X-Men movie and the new Wolverine. That's why I'm going to see Wolverine. I hate Gambit. Yeah, I know. (laughs) To each their own. Long shot. I hate Wolverine. I love Gambit. John Walkinshaw, if you're listening, (laughs) I'm still waiting on my picture, damn it. And there's the geek. Um... But, I mean, there's there's been comic book I movies that, that have come out that Aaron doesn't realize are based off comic books. So would, she's like, oh, that was a really good movie. I'm like, it's a comic. It was a comic first. 
I had a geek moment Best today. Nice. I, w- I was walking around waiting for them to grout a hole at the the well, and I'm just sitting there in, the, in an open field, and I'm comparing the... Uh, well, first, I'm thinking of City of Heroes, and I'm comparing it to Marvel Comics and taking the superheroes that I like and classifying them as City of Heroes characters and if they'd be blasters or tanks <laughs> and who's the most powerful tank of the Marvel Universe and who's the most powerful blaster and ranking them in my head. That was pretty damn geeky, I must say. Yeah. <clears throat> but I can totally see where you're going because that categorization thing is something that I think of a lot too now with because of City of Heroes because we played it so much it becomes ingrained. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there was always categories for comic books and comic book characters, but now there's you just have a different set of categories that you can try to <coughs> apply to them. Yeah, you have point. a different vocabulary to use for them. Right. I mean, the, the whole thing with me quoting movies, a, a lot of it just came for the fact that, you know, I, I got picked on a lot as a kid, even by, like, the people that were, like, my closest friends, like, relentlessly. You know, so there were times where I just got tired of it and I would go go inside, you know, it would be, you know, 80 degrees out July and everybody else is running around being kids and I'm sitting in the house watching TV, you know, and it just got to the point where I'd see a movie two, three times and I'd have it memorized. You know, I could walk into a room, not look at the TV, hear the music playing know exactly what part in the movie they were at and recite the next five lines. And it got to the point where my parents wouldn't watch a movie with me if I'd seen it more than once. My mom yeah. still won't rewatch Rocky Horror with me in the room. I mean... Too much audience participation? Far too much audience participation. I mean, it, it's, I mean, it was like... <coughs> I think the coolest point of one of the geekiest points in my life was you, me, and Brian went down to the State Theater and saw Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yep. And everybody in that theater, there must have been 1,200 people in that theater reciting line by line. And I was just like, this is where I belong. This This is my movie. You know, and it was awesome. And that was your culmination geek moment. That that was was my geek moment. That's like me going to a Comic-Con or even just me working in the comic shop. Yay! When I worked, well, before that, when I worked in no, I in uh, Comic City in Michigan, being the yeah, we're pimping another product comic guy that everybody came in and had conversations with. Wednesdays, I came in because you had cool hair. Well, yeah, back in the day, that's when the crush started. <laughs> it's when he stole my soul. I crushed him with my body weight from behind. But yeah, it, and I do that now. I go into <laughs> and I didn't Crushing give up. Your body weight from behind. <laughs> I, I didn't give up because that's what my dad told box me. In, in Runner Park, Stay and I go in there on Wednesdays, and I, I hang out, and I and Aaron hates me for it because I make her go along with me, and she'll sit in the car sometimes, and I'll take forever because I'm chatting away with Kathy and RJ and and even other customers and stuff there, just talking about whatever. But it usually relates to comments. is that RJ RJ? No, not that. Jr. Or Jr. Okay, no. good. <laughs> Evil it, bastard. It's so cool to be able to sit there and geek out with. I'm somebody. not going to tell him the statue's talking. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, there's the issues geek, which we've got a couple of here in the room. That would I've be my a geek lot dump. of geeky moments with Chris. Because I was thinking of another geeky moment that we had was watching uh, 
going to the movies to watch the first Power Rangers movie. I was just <laughs> talking to somebody about that the other day. That was pretty damn geeky. Yes, that's one of my guilty pleasures was Power Rangers. I yeah. fully admit I've seen almost every season of it. And you know, I don't have the appreciation for the Power Rangers that you do, but even I geeked out a little bit when they had the All Red Rangers episode. Yeah, you had to. You that could just, you could not. That was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> when I watched and I would have never seen that if I wasn't over here with you, but I was like, wow, this is And the original really Pink neat. Ranger was really hot. Yes. Oh, yeah, she's still hot. She's still hot. She's still one of the only ones that has a career. Yeah. So, but there's yeah. naked pictures on the internet. Woohoo! Still the same old ones, no new ones. I don't think there's any new ones. I would guess that was Damn. a one-time thing. <laughs> but what a great time it was! But yeah, I remember we had a great time. I and all the the kids <clears throat> in the audience when there was because there was ten of us adults. Oh, yeah. there I was think. a huge mob of us. And, and we, it was such a late showing, too. And we made no qualms about being quiet at all during that movie. No. Well, we I think we felt justified by the fact that it was like a 10 o'clock at night showing. I think Mike, when it was, when uh, Dalsim came, or uh, Dal, start with a D, whatever the woman chick Double from, D. Uh, came on the screen in the little chainmail skirt, and he was just like, damn! And it was the loudest thing in the theater you'd ever heard. <laughs> Yeah, that was I miss funny. Mike. Mike, if you're out there and listening, we miss you. I we do miss you. It'd be really cool if Mike was listening, but I doubt he is. Yeah. Um, now, see, you are fortunate enough that you are pointing to Chris and Scott, married to or Chris and me, a co-geek. Yeah. Yes. Yes. My fiance has geekiness to her. She is more of a Sims Two geek. Um, but in our first early point of dating each other, I got her an accordion for her Christmas gift because she wanted an accordion and she's never played it in her life, but and my son is so going to steal moment. it. Maybe, but it's, it's, I, I wonder, cause I mean, Anne has talked about the fact that she would love to find a geeky guy. Scott, how do you feel that you and Paula relate to each other on, on that sort of level? Geek factor. <clears throat> She doesn't have much geekiness in her. She's always laughing at my geekiness. I don't know. Does she? So she's not laughing with you. She's or? laughing at you. Is what Pretty much. Saying. Well, she she but said she stuff cute, like though. you guys are so cute <laughs> when we talk about <laughs> what we talk about. And and Aaron, it's like when we get going, she's just like, oh god. Yeah. Although I have got that her into superhero movies. So I've got Paula into superhero movies. There's that. Yeah. Well, I mean, Hellboy too. Rock. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how I classify Aaron exactly because I wouldn't necessarily classify her as a traditional geek type, but she's not mainstream by any means. No, no, she's punk rock princess. I I guess punk that's probably as close as row. I can come up with. Yeah, yeah, that's my girl, and and it's punk rock princess. It's she's funny, but that's punk rock girl. I met an eighty-year-old woman today with bright pink hair in the bakery. Was it was intentionally totally pink, awesome. or was it yes. that old? No, pink? it wasn't like the old lady pink. It was like manic panic pink. Like I messed up and with my Pepsodent and my Mentadent, and it was awesome. Wow! I was talking to the uh, driller today. He, his wife just gave him a mohawk for no reason, but he, he was accidental <laughs> 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 mohawk. And it made you think of sitting on the uh, no. But he was telling me about this, this town somewhere in the middle of the country, somewhere where like everybody. 
is got just you know mohawks and tattoos and piercings all over the place and there's there's these people going to business meetings with like huge pink mohawks and you know lip rings and stuff and they're in business suits oh yeah you know and that's I was just thinking that's, that's that how the town I is accidental mohawk would definitely be the name of my faux 70s punk posh band like scum of the earth I on have that WKRP episode that I kind of geeked out on that on that same note when I went to the convention with Chris and we were walking around optics convention which nerdy beyond compare I mean half the people there I was like whoa oh my god what are you even talking about Okay, look at the pretty shiny lens. Woohoo! <laughs> but when we were walking through one of the tents, we passed this just adorably punk rock emo kid in a three piece suit with like a six inch mohawk and a lip ring. And I was. And that. So it's one of my. Geek, again is one of my geekinesses that I'm just like. Apparently needed a moment alone after that. No, was I did not need suit? a moment alone. Wow. <clears throat> That that's sort of the societal acceptance of geekiness, though. That's that's that. That and the fact that one that of the merger. seventh graders the other day told me that I was emo, and I got to correct her and tell her that I was so before emo. You're primo. <laughs> wow, that that statement alone may just be geeky. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I can't wait to say that. No, no, I take that back. Jen was total geek. She had like 4.5 GPA. Yeah, but was she geek or was she just... Make, that doesn't make it no, geeky. She that was, makes you nerdy. No, I mean, she was definitely, you know, on the geeky side as far as... Um, she went to uh, Michigan Tech for environmental engineering. And she was always talking about you know, stuff that it was just like, blah, 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 blah. You know, I never understood well, it. Well, that's what every woman does, blah, 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 blah. Um, oh, sorry. But <laughs> I, I, had, geek. <laughs> I, I had such a hard time. We at the D20 would like to apologize for any comments <laughs> that have made. Uh, wow. <laughs> I, I had such a hard time. The you views know, expressed by Corey do not really necessarily <laughs> represent those of the entire D20 clique. Sure, they don't. I had such a hard time, like, really, you know, getting her to talk about school because I I was just like, um, yeah, I, I, I don't understand really, you know, physics <clears throat> in, the, in the regards to that you're using it. And uh, I, I wouldn't know what to do with a calculus problem if you put it in front of me and some of my life depended on it. Um, I, I can relate to that because in Chris's senior year when we were living in the apartment, he would come home with a single piece of paper with, like, weird symbols and Are you learning Latin? No, that's math. And Hieroglyphs. That? And yeah, I would look at it and be like, wait, there's letters in there. And tilde signs. Like, why is there an at symbol in your math problem? And then like, like Sanskrit? four days later, and like nine pages of binder paper later, he'd be like, oh, I'm almost ready to turn it in. And I would Daddy look over it and just be like, dude, is this like the, the, the big MacGyver ring? Like, are you piecing the symbols? What's going on? Oh, MacGyver. MacGyver. <laughs> you know, but everybody else that I was... Stargate. I ever That's dated. That's word I was looking for. Stargate. You know, was, you know, pretty plain James. So you could have helped. So, you know, they were MacGyver just... MacGyver threw me off. Like, you know, there. 
But you knew where I was going. I totally knew. I don't know. I mean, it it seems like geekiness can be so many different things. And and is it geekiness? Is it nerdiness? Is it dorkiness? I don't know. It's a little of all that, I think. I think it's I, all of the above. I think we all would have been classified as kids one way or another. I, I think that as adults, we've either learned to shield it or we just don't Found a bunch care of enough friends. to hide it. Yeah, you know, when your social group is based around your geekiness... You know, at least you're social. That's true. You know, my friendships don't rely on going to a bar, getting drunk every Friday night, and, you know, wishing my life was different. My friendships are based around the Although things that I really Although going to a bar once on a Friday night would be kind of interesting. Once would be fun, you know, Mobile just to podcast. do. Apparently, if there's not strippers there. But just... <laughs> I, I think that... It Corky doesn't rely will apparently on it. One never lived down the nose strippers. <laughs> one of the reasons why I felt like I had to get the hell out of Michigan because I can't I can't afford to give a, a stripper a hundred dollar bill and apologize to because I threw up on her dress. We're willing I to pay. Like that's what you need to apologize for, you little pre shooter. We love um, you, Phil. <laughs> wow. Geeks apparently abuse each other. That's another aspect of them. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to keep his childhood alive by tearing him up. Usually it comes from it. a sense of self-preservation during their early years. Yeah. Very likely. Um, we're actually pretty close to an hour at this point. We're at 57 minutes, um, which actually went by very, very fast tonight. Once you figured opinion. out what we were talking about. Yep. Look at uh, you, baby. I think unless someone really has something to elaborate on geekiness other than this kind of just going into tell me a story uh, more, we can probably end there. Yeah, let's... Uh, let's. Do we want to end on a crisp, uh, you know, one hour this time? Then we can go our true geekiness and go play, <laughs> go play then, we, then we can go play our <laughs> D&D game like we planned and uh, really uh, delve into our geekiness. We're sorry to all the podcast listeners all six of you but uh you're cutting into our time so yeah that's that's the way to put it um oh like i've got fans (laughs) you do there's a little club somewhere just for you Corey. yeah i'm sure it's gonna hit me in the back of the head um anyone else have anything they want to add somewhere else (laughs) (laughs) wow um remember i'm from detroit that's a hate crime it's a hate crime hate crime i have to change your name to nancy Nancy boy. As in Kerrigan. Oh, sweet. Wow. We're making all kinds of references tonight. We're, we're all like over the references you can tonight. Ask um, anyone else have anything Anal? they'd like to add? <laughs> that that rudder. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm just going to say if you really Five are surprise. a sort of geek, uh, please support Dollhouse on Fox. It's a Joss Whedon show, and I'd like for one to stick around past nine episodes this time. Thank you. Well, I mean, buffing them lasted for a while. Yeah, so, not on Fox. Since then. It's on Fridays, and I'm only in my motel Monday through, yeah, Sunday through Thursday, so I can't watch the damn thing. They what you need, DVR. You what you need is a sling box. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> there, he's pimping his products again. All right. <laughs> Yes, I know how to work. You're off them. the clock, man. You're off the clock. I was on the clock until 8 o'clock. <laughs> and as um, a total aside, end to the podcast, Beth, call us when the baby's born. Okay. And we will roll for the name. 
Yeah, randomly roll. But yeah, that'd be good. I'm sure that would be. That would be great. Send us a list. It's a number. It's 18. So we'll have to figure out what that first letter is in the alphabet. The next podcast will be a small child as our guest star. <laughs> that'd be awesome. There won't be much being said, but it'll be interesting to hear. I would love to have Beth come up with the baby. I'm sure you would. I cannot wait until baby time. And that's Cisco's geekiness. Yes. Um, totally <laughs> loves babies, hates fathers. Okay. Wow. No, only my father, not other people's fathers. <laughs> okay. So on that Just little bit of bitterness, let's go ahead and move on <laughs> <laughs> to finishing the show out. Um, okay, I think that's it. I think we appreciate anyone that is listening to this. Visit our site. Uh, it looks like our site has gotten several hits in the past few days. Thank you to anyone that uh, has recently picked up listening to us. Uh, it's nice that we're reaching a few more people. Like I said, go to the website, give suggestions. We pretty much don't have New much topics, boundaries people. as to what we talk about, so suggestions, we will probably uh, answer any kind of questions you, you offer up. Don't make us resort to Dragon Ball Z. Wow. Where where the hell did that come from? I don't know, man. That was... Because <laughs> you and I were talking about topic? Dragon Ball Z. Granted, yes. that is one of my geeky things, but uh, I have I seen every episode. I've only seen one season of that. Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. I think I've seen all like three hundred something planets. episodes. Um, G Force. Woo! G Force. Okay. Um, with that, uh, this is Chris. This is Corey. Corky. Cisco. And Scott. And we're Still signing off on episode uh, fourteen. So uh, hopefully, within a month, we will have another one of these to put <clears> out. <throat> thank you all for listening. Put out. Thank you, Dixie Cup. Yeah. Thank you, Dixie Cup. Dig.